Blog Talk Radio. Live worldwide. Word. Come on, y'all. Let's rock up. Taking over your radio frequency. Mm. It's Miss J in the morning show. Hit me. Miss J. Miss J. Miss J.
It's your girl, Ms. J, and you have locked yourself into one of the best morning shows in the world. Yes, I've said it because it's true. We are live right now on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn app, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, Himalaya uh, Radio, Stitcher Smart Radio, Podbeam, so many others. No matter where you are in the world, we are streaming live in over 11 different countries, over 20 territories globally, and I am thankful throughout the years for you who continues to tune in and support and listen. Today is no different than any other time when I'm live, and I want to make sure to start the show off with apologizing. Yesterday, I totally ran out of time. We had such a great conversation. I didn't do the midday area code check-in as promise. I mean, it happens, guys. It happens. I told you I can't stay with you all day. If I could, I would, but today I will, I will, I shall get into the Ms. J area code check-in. And because, and because I missed it yesterday, we are going to get into the Ms. J area code check-in right now. Yep, I don't want to delay. I don't want to risk it. I don't want to miss it again. I don't want to get caught up with having great conversation with you and run out of time for the show again. Don't worry, we're still going to do the first sip. But before we do the first sip, normally we do the first sip first. But before we do that, I want to go ahead and show my gratitude, uh, make sure that I thank you guys for tuning in and for supporting. And thank you for everybody who checked me yesterday. I love my accountability partners. Thank you, everyone, for saying, hey, Ms. J, you didn't do the Ms. J area code check-in yesterday. I appreciate it. I get so excited sometimes. Shout out to everyone who's listening right now. If you want to get in on the Ms. J area code check-in, call in right now, 515-605-9320. Now, I still have the list from yesterday. So I will be incorporating all from today and yesterday in the midday area code check-in. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll get you. But without further ado, we're going to get into it right now. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yo. Hey. Hey. This is the midday area code check-in. Sorry, you guys. for missing it yesterday. Shout out to the 
Miss Day area code check in right here on Miss Day in the morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Doing the Miss Day area code check in if you're new to the show is a good opportunity for us to have a good time. And today, starting the day off with a good laugh. Laughter is good for the soul. It's a natural facelift. Yes, having a good belly laugh helps you to contract your core muscles to burn some calories. Therefore, you can lose a little weight. It also releases endorphins in your brain that help to reduce stress and anxiety, and it helps you. It helps you. It helps you get through depression and other mental illnesses. So have a good laugh on me this morning. Again, good morning to everyone who's tuned in. I'm your host, Ms. J, and this is Ms. J in the morning yesterday. If you missed the show, don't worry. Log on to your favorite podcast outlet. Or platform and search Pumps Radio. The show is Ms. J in the morning. I'm the host, Ms. J. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to listen and continuing to support today's show. We are going to uh, discuss how to recognize a cry for help. Yesterday, we talked about it is okay to ask for help. But for those of us who are outside looking in, uh, accountability partners, friends, supporters, followers, uh, all those type of things. Uh, that are in the village, village members, how do we recognize a true cry for help? We also want to talk about Kanye West, starting the show off with his song, Good Morning. Good morning to everyone out there. We got a good show, great show, awesome show, amazing show, as always, lined up for you today. So make sure you tell everyone to tune in and listen to Miss J in the morning. I'm going to play another track because good morning, you know, just saying good morning. Gonna play another track right here, Erica Badu, to get everybody to loosen up, get everybody to groove, get everybody focused on a positive mindset. We have the first sip coming up right after this.
your mugs, your glasses, your tumblers, your bottles, whatever you have, and say cheers and salute to today. Cheers and salute to you. Make sure you affirm yourself versus waiting on others to affirm you. There will be times in life where you'll be working hard, sharing on social media, sharing with those in your close circle, sharing with your friends and even your family, all of your accomplishments. And it seems that maybe you got a few haters in your circle still. Maybe there are a few, uh, you know, enemies posed as allies in your camp. Maybe there are people that just truly don't understand where you're going or people are looking at how hard you're working and in love and through love, they're trying to get you to a place that's comfortable. And you're in a season of uncomfortability, which is okay. You're in a season of sacrifice. You're in a season of change and people are looking at you sideways and saying, ma'am, Sir, maybe this isn't for you. And sometimes you have those strong voices in your mind that are making you feel as if maybe you are doing the wrong thing. Things aren't going the way that you thought. Maybe you were wrong. Maybe the dream wasn't real. Maybe this isn't for you. But today is your day to reaffirm, realign with your purpose and affirm yourself to tell yourself you are worth everything that you're working hard for, everything that is aligned with your true purpose here in this earth, you deserve it. All the hard work you're willing to put in, it is time for you to do that now. Yes, sure, you may have messed up a few times. Yes, sure, you may have fallen off the bandwagon. That is okay. That is a part of life. You are human. You are not a superhero right now. You cannot save everyone period. Everyone isn't even meant to be saved. So let that stress go. Let that worry go. And let's get refocused on what you need to do to get you where you're supposed to get to. Like I say all the time, you can't serve from an empty bowl or an empty cup or empty glass. You have to be self-full, not selfish, self-full. And so with the first tip, what we're going to do is say cheers and salute to me. No, not Miss J. To you, put your name in there and say, you know what? I am amazing. I am abundant. I am strong. I am worthy. I am prosperous. I am successful. Even if you don't see it manifested in the natural right now, you're going to speak those things as if they already are. I am strong. I am living in great health. I am peaceful. I have great friends and loved ones around me. I am worthy to be loved because I am loved. I am on my way. No, not even on my way. I am currently manifesting the life, the success, the wealth, the riches that I desire. It is here. It is right now. And I am in process of aligning with it to manifest it in the, in the natural so that I may have it tangible in my hands right now, today. It can happen. And it will according to my divine timing. So let's raise our cups, our mugs, our glasses, and take our first sip together. Say cheers and salute to you. And let's take the first sip together. Mm. Oh, that coffee is so, 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 so good. Congratulations to all of you for, uh, <laughs> for participating in the first sip. I want to share with you there is no competition but your old self. Make sure that you participate in all things that serve the greatest parts of you, where you're going, where you're destined to be, where you desire to be. If you need help realigning, you need help getting some clarity, I want you to hit me up. I want you to contact me. Let's have a private one-on-one. -on -one. Don't worry. For new clients, for your first initial consultation, it is free. Yes, for the free, free, free. 
It is free, but you must, you must, you must schedule a virtual. Yes, we're not doing anything in person. We can do it video chat. We can do it via Zoom, via Skype, via Facebook, via Instagram, on the phone. Let's schedule a one-on-one, but you must go to my website, thedreamdoula.co. I am Empress J serving as the Dream Doula to help you manifest the life that you deserve, the life that you desire, the life that you've been dreaming of. I am the Dream D-O-U-L-A, so log on to my website, thedreamdoula.co, and there you can immediately schedule for your free 30-minute consultation one-on-one with me. Let's get it done. Let's get it done right. Thank you, everybody, again for tuning in. Today, we are going to discuss how to recognize a cry for help. How do you recognize When a person is truly, truly reaching out to get help from you, how do you know if this person is just, you know, maybe they've fallen off the wagon, they're a little crazy, maybe they're just throwing a tantrum. How do you know when to hear the cry for help? I'm going to let you guys know it's really, really simple. It's really simple. All you have to do is listen. I know, I know, I know. You're saying, Ms. J, okay, there got to be something more to that. No, all you have to do is listen. It has been proven that a lot of times we have conversations with people, and most people aren't listening. They're just waiting for a pause so they can interject their opinions, their ideals, their perspective, without truly listening to what the person is saying. You may hear the person. You may hear exactly what they're saying. But are you working, 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 working on listening, listening for what a person is truly saying? I don't know. It's very difficult sometimes for some people to hear exactly what someone is saying. Uh, So this is what I'm going to do. We're going to get into some music right now. After we get into some more music, just to break some things up, I'm going to talk about ways that you can hear or recognize a cry for help. Once you do so, make a choice on if it's purposed for you to help, or do you need to refer someone who has the capacity to help that person? I'm going to share some personal information with you guys on a couple examples that I went through. And once we get back and listen to that music and have a great conversation. I want you guys to chime in and, and let me know. If you have some questions, call into the studio, 515-605-9320. It is Ms. J in the morning. Here's her wrong places.
old, I'm too young to settle. But age ain't a thing, I'm just too sentimental. Looking for someone to write all the words to my instrumental. And if I give you my heart, promise you'll be gentle. What up, everybody? It's your boy, DJ Maestro One, and I'm listening to my home girl, Miss J, in the morning.
uh, and his antics and what is perceived as antics and trying to distract uh, what the agenda is for the elections this year uh, for 2020. I want to make sure that all of you guys exercise your right at your will. Uh, But Kanye West uh, recently went on a rant, uh, not only discussing Harriet Tubman and slavery, sharing some twisted truths about Harriet Tubman, Uh, Those of you who may not know, I'm not going to insult your intelligence, but please read about Harriet Tubman, um, a pinnacle, a pillar in Black history, Black American history as well, um, known uh, to free slaves in the Underground Railroad. Uh, There's a recent movie that has come out regarding Harriet Tubman. If you don't know the story, I mean, that's the best way to get introduced to the story, but do your own research. Kanye West is bold enough to make the statement that Harriet Tubman did not just free slaves. Uh, she allowed help slaves leave from one slave master to go to another. Uh, to make clarity or to share clarity or to shed some light on what he is implying, uh, Harriet Tubman did free slaves from the South to take them up to the North so they can work. Um, and at that time, trying to find a job, your boss would still be white. But uh, ignoring the fact that what Harriet Tubman did was take people out of uh, being beaten, being killed, being raped, uh, being uh, sold and detained and punished for trying to be free, uh, from trying to leave working for free. Uh, to live in the North where, yes, you can still have a job, live a life, and earn a wage. Uh, Kanye West also uh, does an outburst and talk about his mother saved his life. If you guys didn't remember some years ago, I want to say almost 10 years ago, um, or if not more. Oh, I must research how long ago it has been. His mother uh, did pass away suddenly, um, undergoing some plastic surgery. Uh, There were complications, and uh, she perished. It was devastating for Kanye West. He was very close to his mother. Um, He then states his mother saved his life, quote, because his dad was too busy. His dad wanted to abort him, and I guess his mother refused to. He burst out in tears. Uh, Then he starts stammering and murmuring some things out of anguish and pain. I mean, these are real tears. I don't believe this was a show in a sense of, He was faking what he was saying. He then goes on to burst out, I almost killed my daughter. And he repeats it. And the crowd is saying, but Kanye, we love you. You didn't, you know, trying to support him. Now, what was interesting to me in this clip or these clips that I've watched was that the people that were there to support him, the people that were there with him, I guess his campaign managers, um, All the people around him did not console him, did not hand him a tissue, did not save him from any embarrassment um, that was going on. I mean, we've known Kanye West to be open about his mental illness. Um, He confesses that he was drugged uh, by some higher powers in the industry. Um, He has confessed that, you know, he has suffered. Uh, He is the husband of Kim Kardashian West. They do have two children together. Um, They have been open about their personal lives together. 
stating that, you know, because of his changes, not only with his religion and his religious beliefs, that it's putting a strain on their, the, his mental challenges, mental issues, mental health challenges, has put a strain on their marriage. Um, it has not been said or reported if uh, Kim Kardashian West was there with him or not, but regardless, we have known that that wouldn't stop him from saying and doing what he believes is necessary in that moment. Um, it is apparent to those of us who can recognize a cry for help that that's truly what this was. Uh, it is apparent that it has been apparent for a long time that Kanye West is suffering from mental illness. He has confessed that. He has openly stated that, that he was going um, undergoing treatment and therapy for everything that is going on. Soon after, he released a new album, went on tour, doing gospel or inspirational music. Everyone is saying, hey, Kanye West is bringing out some great music, um, et cetera, et cetera. He then uh, announced that he is officially a billionaire. Um, people have been watching his tweets, and not much has changed in the past decade with Kanye West. What I want to share this story for and update you guys about is a prime example of how to recognize a cry for help. A lot of times, celebrities, uh, influencers, people in higher positions don't have the luxury to process challenges in life um, and challenges in relationships the way that us who consider ourselves normal people or common folk, uh, the way that we do. Uh, to whom much is given, much is required. Let's say that. Uh, and so when you have a whole staff that's on salary that you're paying for, you have contracts that you're bound to, that your true livelihood of not only yourself, but your family members, you have to realize that a lot of these celebrities are not just showing who we know. A lot of these celebrities not, not only are taking care of their spouses and their children, but they have other family members that they're taking care of. They have contracts with multiple people that they have to fulfill or they would lose everything they've been fighting for, that they've been sacrificing for. So first we must put ourselves in the place of that person and realize, recognize, understand, understand, overstand that everything that we see is not the full picture. Now, yesterday... We talked about, um, I'm sorry, just <laughs> lost her name and I feel so bad. Tamar Braxton, thank you. Yesterday we talked about Tamar Braxton and what's going on with her as well as Nick Cannon in the news. And I posted and I want to give a shout out to everyone who interacted and responded. And one of our faithful listeners, one of my faithful listeners, Nene, had shared Something that a lot of people have been saying that, you know, when people are crying for help, you have to be open and willing to accept the help. You have to be willing and wanting the help. Just because you need the help doesn't mean that, you know, people are out there literally asking for help or seeking help. And, you know, I totally agree with what she says. If you want to read the full comment, log on to my Facebook. You don't know how to get to my social media, log on to my link tree. My link tree is the only link you need to get to all of my social media, underscore, underscore, Empress J. On link tree, you can find my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There you can also go to my last post and see who commented and what they said. You can also chime in and add your opinions, your views, and your perspective of what we discussed. So in having that discussion, I replied and I said, we must realize and understand that we do not see the full story. 
our perspective is from the outside looking in. And it's so quick to judge, it's so quick to offer opinion about things, especially with celebrities, because after years and decades of watching these celebrities and watching these people or being connected to anyone, we feel as if we know them, know them. We don't know them. Sometimes they don't even know themselves that well. But we put them on a pedestal and we hold them to this highest esteem, the highest esteem, just like uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, and what's going on with, oh, God, we don't even want to talk about what's going on with entanglement. Do y'all know, let's do a sidebar real quick. Do y'all know the side dude, yeah, the dude that she was with, the young guy, the young guy, yes. He has now released a single called Entanglement. Now, I have not heard the song yet. I'm, I'm going to listen so I can bring it back to y'all and we can have a conversation about it. But I just didn't want to participate and support so much messiness right now. Uh, August Alcimo, that's his name, uh, has released a single called Entanglement. That's a whole another story. We're going to get into that when we talk about Will and Jada again. But we hold these celebrities to such a high esteem that we put them in a place of perfection. We feel as if they don't have the challenges and go through the things that we go through because they have money. They don't have the right to feel what we feel. They don't have the right to go through what we go through. They don't have the right to process the same way. They really, truly don't have a right to be human. We put ourselves subconsciously or theoretically in a place to say, well, because we're not famous, because we don't have multi-millions or billions of dollars, because we're not world-renowned, that we have the right and we have a path on being human and experience certain things in a human way. Therefore, we are saying if you get money, if you become a celebrity, if you become famous, that Somehow you transform out of being a human to some sort of super being that is immune to having natural human responses and reactions to things that happen in life, especially things that are out of your control. Now, because we have these conversations, and I'm, I'm not saying we use those words, but I'm saying theoretically we imply those things to these celebrities, and Kanye West has not been exempt. I want you guys to really, truly, truly connect with what is going on here. If you have a person who is constantly putting themselves in a position of not only embarrassment, but putting their family through so much strain and mental anguish, you have to at some point stop and say, hey, what is really going on here? This doesn't seem right. Instead of just writing the person off as crazy, writing the person off as silly, writing the person off as a class clown, writing the person off as a comedian, truly listen and pay attention to what the person is saying, especially if it's being repeated over and over and over again. A lot of times people that are dealing with mental illness go to, and I mentioned it before, social media, group text, group, uh, social media groups to vent and to temperature check. Not just only to get a reaction, but to see who is going to support me in this, who is going to truly care, who is going to do a check-in, who is really going to like me, who truly loves me, who truly supports me. And it is up to us to truly listen and recognize. And if it comes to a point to where it feels like that maybe they're crying out for help, but I don't know, then you contact them directly. You don't have to do it openly in the comments. You can call them. You can text them. You can jump in their DMs and say, hey, I was just wondering, how is everything with you? Do a check-in. How are you feeling? I've been noticing your posts. I've been seeing the way that you responded. I've been watching your lives. And although it is funny, although I get a kick out of it, you know, there's a part of it that makes me feel like, you know, are you dealing with something else? Is there something else going on? 
If you truly care about a person, if you're truly connected to a person, if you truly support a person, it is okay to ask, is everything okay? I'll let you guys know personally, um, I do not consider myself, I'm no celebrity by any right, in any area. Uh, But being an influencer, traveling, uh, sharing and connecting with people globally, uh, even me, even I, even me, (laughs) me too, there have been times that not that I've reached out for help on social media, but there are times when I've sat back and I've wondered, do people really, really care what I'm going through right now? Do people really, truly think about the pressures that I have on my life? Or do people look at me because I get up and I use my tools and what I have uh, learned, my knowledge, um, my skills that I've gained with uh, having going through therapy and things like that? Do they do they really recognize how hard I've worked to reach what the goals that I have obtained? Do they really truly recognize how far I've come from what I was before? Or are they just truly looking at the fruits of my labor? Do they look at the dirt, the seeds that I've planted, the seeds that have died, the roots that have died, the sacrifices that I've made? Do they really truly see that or are they only responding to me based on what they can gain, what benefits them, what's tasteful to them? And I can tell you on a personal level, that is a stress and a strain that is heavy, heavy laden, heavy burden. It is really, truly heavy to carry. And I cannot imagine having a billion dollar weight. Man, I don't even have a hundred thousand dollar weight, right? <laughs> I don't even have thousand dollar weights, but a billion dollar weights is a very heavy weight to to carry. Now, please don't get me wrong. I see you guys. I see you. I see you. I see you. I am not giving Kanye West any excuses. I am not excusing any behavior, but what I really truly want us to get to is changing our perspectives about not only celebrities, but people in our lives, influencers, people that are on the forefront, people that are forerunners, people that are out there, people that we call bosses, people that we aspire to be like, people that we admire in our perspective careers and fields. Are we really truly considering the pressures that they are under? How do we recognize a cry? for health, we must first change our perspective. So we're going to continue this conversation, but uh, let's take a long walk right now. Here's some Jill Scott, and we'll be right back after this. Please, I 
This is Marquila Walker telling you to stay tuned to Miss J, Miss J, Miss J in the morning.
day. Morning is upon us. It's Miss J in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. Good morning, good morning again. It's Miss J in the morning, and we're back closer to my dreams, Guapale. And right before that, a long walk with Jill Scott, playing some music to get you up, get you going, get you moving on your day today. We are growing near to the end of the show. I know time flies when you're having fun. Today, we're discussing how to recognize a cry for help. Yes, you need to listen. Yes, you must change your perspective. You know, not just put yourself in a person's shoes, literally, but to kind of consider and and make sure that you're telling yourself the truth, that you don't have the whole story. Mentioning not having the whole story, just got an update regarding Kanye West. That's who we're talking about on today, using as a reference of a major cry for help. People Magazine just reported that Kanye says he claims his wife, we talked about uh, Kim Kardashian West was trying to fly to Wyoming. That's where he was with a doctor to lock me up. That's his quote. They quote People Magazine quotes uh, that Kanye West claims his wife was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up. Um, a lot of times when people are crying for help does not necessarily mean there is no one around to help. Uh, but to go back to what we were talking about, about the statement that you have to want the help that is received to you, I challenge you to try to change your perspective about what help is offered. A lot of times people say, well, you know, you need help. You need to be locked away. You need to go away for a while. But if I have a contract, if I have a job to do, if I'm a single parent, if I feel that I have all these pressures, will my business continue to keep running? Will I be able to still fulfill that contract and not violate the contract, not lose the contract and lose my livelihood? Being locked away may seem like an easy uh, plan for you. You're offering help. You're offering me to go to rehab. But what I hear and what I'm feeling is that you are taking me away from my responsibilities. And I don't trust that the people in my circle will be able to handle those responsibilities. So it's not that I just want the help. It's not that I don't want to detach. It's not that I don't want to detox. It's that what's going to happen once I'm out of it. The same pressures that I have right now will be right there waiting for me when I get out. So do you have a solution, not just offering options? In order to recognize a cry for help and when you offer help, you have to offer solutions, tangible solutions, effective solutions, I remember there was a time in my life when I was going through depression. I have been diagnosed with depression. I have been, di- and not just depression, severe depression, moderate, um, I believe it was called adjustment disorder, um, along with some other physical things that I was challenged with. And I had family members to say, well, why don't you just give me temporary custody of your child while you get yourself together? It seemed like the best thing to offer. It seemed like the best option right then and right there for me. But you had to realize not only do I have a legal binding contract with my son's father, there are also processes that I have to go through. There are courts that I have to go through. I'm working full time. I don't have the time to take off. And what you are doing is adding more stress and anxiety onto me, the mere thing that I'm trying to run away from. So when people are quick to jump to say, but you have to want the help, 
you know, you're grown and you can't make anybody do anything. Are you considering that maybe the help you're offering really isn't the most effective? Not to say that you shouldn't offer help, but just because someone says, no, I don't want to do that, doesn't mean that they don't want the help. It may possibly mean that the help that you are offering is not effective for the goals or the things that are needed. So first, I believe that we should ask, how can I help? Before offering the help, ask, how can I help you? If you reach out the scenario that I used before the music break and you say, hey, you know, do you need some help? And somebody says, I really do need some help. The next question is, how can I help you? And then use a disclaimer, if I can't help you, let me help you in finding the help that works for you. You know, it's not always even something as, um, I don't want to say simple, but on another vein and another lane of just losing weight, people will say, oh, well, all you have to do is lose weight. Okay, well, how does that work? You know, right now, some people, well, when we did have gyms open, some people couldn't afford a gym membership. You know, then there were Planet Fitness that had all of these uh, $5 deal, $2 deal, starts with 25 cents down, but then there were no locations really in most uh, metropolitan areas. Uh, so people would say, okay, so now not only do I have to add travel time, uh, I don't, they don't have child care facilities, so now I have to pay for child care when I'm working out. Not only do I have to do that, I have to make sure to have the money to afford it. Then they will attach my bank account. I've heard all the horror stories. Now there's debt inclined. So when people just say you just need to work out, yes, that's a great solution, but isn't effective. Help me with a solution. Okay, so now you need to work out at home. But while I'm working out at home, do I have the children put away? Is my home a safe environment to work work in or work out in? You know, do I have someone there that's adding pressure on me that I don't have the mindset or the freedom to work out? As a personal trainer, you require me to pay you. So can I afford you to come to my house then? So the simple answer to say, well, you know what? You're obese. You're dealing with these things and all you need to do is eat right and ask for help, are you offering an effective solution versus an easy option? So a lot of times when we're recognizing these cries for help, when we're standing in the place of friend, uh, loved one, lover, partner, supporter, follower, um, or just an observer, we must first take our time to sit back, evaluate the entire situation, ask how we can help change our perspective about the help that is needed, and then offer what we can. And if we can't, then offer a resource. Guide them to somebody that might. Uh, recently, I had a client to divulge some very uh, deep and heavy uh, information to me that included someone personal that I knew. And I went to seek wise counsel and a close friend that I can trust. And she shared with me that now it's gotten to a place that it's too deep for you to handle. Now you're in a place that is conflict of interest because now the conflicts include someone that you know. And will you be able to continue with this client on a non-biased you know, perspective or be able to detach yourself emotionally in order to serve this client wholeheartedly? And I had to, and still going through the process of referring the client to someone else. There are also times where we may get to a point to where we've helped these people, clients, friends, loved ones, family members, even spouses, only to a certain point. And once we reach our maximum capacity, we must love them enough to refer them to someone else or offer an outside resource. 
There are a lot of people out here that are cracking under the pressure. It has been six months. It has been nearly the entire year that we have been under some great strains and restraints with this pandemic, not only nationally, but globally. There are a lot of things that are going on that are not being highlighted in the news. Rates of domestic violence have gone up. Rates for suicide have gone up. I know the media is only saying everybody's dying of COVID-19, but there are a lot of deaths that are happening, a lot of injuries that are happening. There are a lot of things that are not being talked about in the media, and we must, we must, we must remain tight-knit, and we must, we must, we must hold on to the knowledge, to the wisdom that we have, and we must, we must, we must listen to each other, not just hear what someone is saying, but listen to one another. And once we listen, if we can, do the best that we can do to help serve those that we love. But remember, you cannot serve from an empty cup. Make sure that you are being self-full, not self-ish. Make sure that you are filling your cup and in the overflow, then you then can effectively serve others. I thank you all for tuning in today. We're a little bit over time, but <laughs> time flies again when you're having fun. I truly do appreciate all of you guys for tuning in. And to those of you that uh, can relate to Kanye West, to Kanye West, to all of you out there in the world who are struggling, especially men, I dedicate this last track to you. Um, I'm here Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Block Talk Radio. Shouts out to you. iHeartRadio, the TuneIn app, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, Himalaya Radio, Stitcher Smart Radio, Podbeam, anywhere you can get your podcast. Make sure to tune in to Pumps Radio. Shouts out to all the women of Pumps. To get more information, log on to pumpsforwomen.org, P-U-M-P-S. F-O-R-F-O-R-Women.org. To all of the gentlemen out there, I support you, and there is nothing, nothing, nothing like you. Your life truly matters to me. I love you all, and I'll talk to you in the morning.
know that Angela loves you. Mama, black brother, I, I love you. I'll never try to no, 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 no. I'm here for you, for you, for you. Whoa. 